Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is September 18th and we will be reading paragraphs 2039 through 2046. And we are in the, uh, in the middle of Article 3, the Church, Mother and Teacher. We just started yesterday, uh, Moral Life and the Magisterium of the Church, and today we'll finish that off and start the precepts of the church and we'll also start moral life and missionary witness today so we begin in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen ministries should be exercised in a spirit of fraternal service and dedication to the church in the name of the lord at the same time the conscience of each person should avoid confining itself to individualistic considerations in its moral judgments of the person's own acts. As far as possible, conscience should take account of the good of all, as expressed in the moral law, natural and revealed, and consequently, in the law of the church and in the authoritative teaching of the magisterium on moral, moral questions. Personal conscience and reason should not be set in opposition to the moral law or the magisterium of the church. Thus a true filial spirit toward the church can develop among Christians. It is the normal flowing of the baptismal grace which has begotten us in the womb of the church and made us members of the body of Christ. In her motherly care, the church grants us the mercy of God which prevails over all our sins and is especially at work in the sacrament of reconciliation. With a mother's foresight, she also lavishes on us day after day in her liturgy the nourishment of the word and Eucharist of the Lord. Roman numeral two, the precepts of the church. The precepts of the church are set in the context of a moral life bound to and nourished by liturgical life. The, ob the obligatory character of these positive laws decreed by the pastoral authorities is meant to guarantee to the faithful the very necessary minimum in the spirit of prayer and moral effort and the growth and in love of God and neighbor. The first precept, you shall attend Mass on Sundays and on holy days of obligation and rest from servile labor, requires the faithful to sanctify the day commemorating the resurrection of the Lord, as well as the principal liturgical feasts honoring the mysteries of the Lord, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and the saints. In the first place, by participating in the Eucharistic celebration in which the Christian community is gathered, and by resting from those works and activities which could impede such a sanctification on, of these days. The second precept, you shall confess your sins at least once a year, ensures preparation for the Eucharist by the reception of the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which continues baptism's work of, con of conversion and forgiveness. The third precept, you shall receive the Sacrament of the Eucharist at least during the Easter season, guarantees as a minimum the reception of the Lord's body and blood in connection with the Paschal Feast, the origin and center of the Christian liturgy. The fourth precept, you shall observe the days of fasting and abstinence established by the church, ensures the times of ascesis and penance, which prepare us for the liturgical feasts and help us acquire mastery over our instincts and freedom of heart. The fifth precept, you shall help to provide for the needs of the church. 
means that the faithful are obliged to assist with the material needs of the church, each according to his own ability. The faithful also have the, the duty of providing for the material needs of the church, each according to his abilities. Roman numeral three, moral life and missionary witness. The fidelity of the baptized is a primordial condition for the proclamation of the gospel and for the church's mission in the world. In order that the message of salvation can show the power of its truth and radiance before men, it must be authenticated by the witness of the life of Christians. The witness of a Christian life and good works done in a supernatural spirit have great power to draw men to the faith and to God. Because they are members of the body whose head is Christ, Christians contribute to building up the church by the constancy of their convictions and their moral lives. The church increases, grows, and develops through the holiness of her faithful until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. By living with the mind of Christ, Christians hasten the coming of the reign of God, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. They do not, for all that, abandon their earthly tasks. Faithful to their master, they fulfill them with uprightness, patience, and love. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.